Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. We're going to look at some listening this week. We've had quite a lot of reading and writing this week, so a lot of people have said, can we have some more listening? And so that's what I'm focusing on today. I've split up today's listening, which is a task four, into two parts. So I'll do half today and half tomorrow. Um, it's based on a topic of architecture and I quite liked this particular listening because it describes one famous um, building and this often comes up in your task two in the speaking test when it asks you to describe a building either that you like or that you don't like. So maybe after you've listened to this as a test, you could listen to it again as a kind of an idea about how to describe a building and how to give details about it when you have to keep talking for two minutes. This building is the Beijing Olympic Stadium and the task is gap fill. So there are notes and details all about this Olympic Stadium. But please note that when they write the task, the questions, that's all in note form. So, you know, there aren't full sentences. It's as if you were listening to a lecture. That's the idea behind it. If you were listening to a lecture, you would just take down the main notes and you wouldn't write in full sentences. Um, so that might... Um, well, it's something to think about. We'll talk about it when we go through the questions later. Also very, very important is that you always double check how many words you can use. In this one, you can use two words and or a number. So that's important to know, two words and a number and two words or a number. <laughs> so it could be a number. It could be one word. It could be two words. It could be two words plus a number, but no more than two words. So that's something always check. However many times you practice and you think you know the instructions, that's the place I always go wrong. I skip the instructions. And then when I check the answers, I realize I would have lost a point because I put two words or one word. Okay. So the first half is all about the background details and the notes actually say background details. There are five notes or sentences. The first one says inspired by Chinese ceramics. So of course the full sentence would be it was inspired by Chinese ceramics. Then it says consists of something which are not physically connected. So again, the full sentence would be it consists of something. And notice it says which are not. So that's a plural, which tells you that the answer will be plural. So again, another important thing to remember is that you add the S. They do test your plurals, believe it or not. Um, number two says can hold something. That's it, can hold something. And then number three says, um, yes, this, it just says can hold something. It doesn't say can hold a, a number. It just says can hold something. But we guess it's a number of people. Number three says uses 110,000 tons of steel in its horizontal something and vertical columns. 
So you're looking for a, a word which describes we've got horizontal something and vertical columns. So believe it or not, how often do you have to use words from architecture? But they're actually testing you on this. Even if you're, they're not testing you on the word, they're testing how well you could make an educated guess about the spelling of the word. So don't panic about that. You might hear the word and think, oh, I don't know it. But you could guess just from hearing it. How do you think it might be spelt? And the final question is number four. And it just says cost. That's it. It gives you a dollar sign. So you don't have to write the dollars in your answer, um, but you know you're looking for a dollar sign. A again, think about how much do you think it might cost? Is it in the hundreds, thousands, millions? Um, and just be ready to listen for that. So I'm going to read the first four questions without stopping. Remember, we're listening for something. It consists of something. It can hold something. Um, horizontal something and the cost. Um, by the way, I will put I've got this ready to put onto my Facebook group so you can get the whole thing in one place. Good morning, everyone. Today, as part of our 21st century architecture series, I'm going to tell you about a remarkable structure, which I'm sure you're all familiar with the stadium that was built for the 2008 Olympics in Beijing. Let's start with a few background details. The stadium was designed by Herzog and de Moiron, a firm of architects from Switzerland. They studied Chinese ceramics, uh, plates, cups and bowls to get inspiration. The stadium is actually two structures which are completely separate from each other. In the middle, there's the seating area, which was originally designed for 100,000 spectators, but it had to be reduced to 90,000. Around this area is the frame, which is made of 111,000 tonnes of steel in horizontal beams and vertical columns. The architects wanted the roof to open and close, but they changed it because it could have been dangerous if there was an earthquake. The big advantage of changing it was that it reduced the cost by several million dollars, although the building still came to an incredible $423 million. OK, so that's the first four questions. And um, the first thing we were looking for is after it mentioned Chinese ceramics, it said, what does it consist of which are not physically connected? So this says they studied Chinese ceramics, plates, cups and bowls to get inspiration. The stadium is actually two structures which are completely separate from each other. So the answer is two structures. Notice the plural there and you could write two as a TWO or as a number. We are still within the word count. Notice the synonyms. So the question says consists of and the answer just says the stadium is actually two structures. And the question says which are not physically connected and the synonyms which are completely separate from each other. Question number two was how many or how much or what can it hold? It just says can hold something. So in the middle, there's the seating area, 
which was originally designed for 100,000 spectators, but this had to be reduced to 90,000. Okay, so first of all, you've got the trick. You've got 100,000 spectators and it was reduced to 90,000 spectators. So that's the trick you have to be careful about. The answer, of course, is 90,000. Now, in the question gap, it doesn't say spectators. So you have to write this, although it's not clear because the sentence says which was originally designed for 100,000 spectators, but this had to be reduced to 90,000. It does not repeat the word spectators, but you must write the word spectators. Otherwise, the sentence does not make sense. If you say can hold 90,000, then, of course, 90,000 what? So you have to take the spectators word from 100,000 spectators and add it to your answer. And make sure you add the S, of course, because it's plural. In question number three, it says it uses 110,000 tonnes of steel in its horizontal something. So we're looking for something which is horizontal. Around this area is the frame, which is made of 110,000 sorry, 110,000 tonnes of steel in horizontal beams and vertical columns. So you heard the word horizontal there. And it's a horizontal, it's well, plural, in horizontal beams. So you might not know this word, but could you guess how to spell beam? So it's B-E-A-M and an S because it's plural. Question number four asks us how much did it cost? And all we've got is a, thousand, uh, is a dollar sign. So it says the architects wanted the roof to open and close, but they changed it because it could have been dangerous if there was an earthquake. The big advantage of changing it was that it reduced the cost by several million dollars, although the building still came to an incredible $423 million. So I guess there's a kind of trick. It said it reduced the cost by several million dollars, but that's not how much it cost in the end. So in the end, it came to, that's a nice expression, when you add everything up, you say at the end of the uh, restaurant, at the restaurant, you say it, the bill came to £100, for example. So the bill came to an incredible £423 million. And it's got the dollar sign, but you don't need to write the dollar sign, but just double check you don't write millions, because if there's a number, you don't put an S. Isn't English crazy? So you write 423 million with no S. Um, one other thing to note, maybe grammatically, um, because we're going to do the second half of the listening tomorrow. Notice it, it came to an incredible 423 million. It's a funny way, a funny expression of saying it came to, when you use an adjective, normally you'd say it cost 423 million. But when you say it cost an incredible to 423 million, then you use an. How, how odd is that? Other, other grammar things or things which are useful for speaking. Um, it's a nice adjective. It's a remarkable structure. Um, and there's lots of passives here. The stadium was designed by Herzog. Um, 
what else is there? Passive. Um, no, it says designed again. It was originally designed for 100,000 spectators, but it had to be reduced. There's another passive. Uh, the frame is made of 110,000 tons of steel. That's another passive. Um, and there's a nice, it could have been dangerous, could have been imagining in the past if there was an earthquake. So nice conditional, complex language. Um, it reduced the cost by several million dollars, although, nice linking word here, the building still came to a lot of money. So you can see the contrast, even though they reduced the cost, it still came to an, a huge amount. Okay, thanks for listening to that today. We'll move on to the second half tomorrow, so make sure you don't miss it. Thanks for listening. Bye.